like this morning he like was staring at me he was like and yeah, like, I was like, "What? What do you want?" And I was like, "Oh, you're out of food." Yeah, Does uh, he stare at you while you're on the toilet? Uh, no, I don't, no. I don't let him. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Pine House Films. Um, my name is Taylor, and as always, I'm joined with my co-hosts, George and TJ. Hey, guys. Hello. Um, and I am back. Well, sort of. This <laughs> week, we're doing we a... her to see it. Yeah, we're doing a part two um, of the movie Raw, because if you've listened to part one, um, TJ and George and Elliot all make fun of me for being scared, too scared to go see this movie. Uh, and you I wouldn't went, even, you wouldn't I even went, want to try about it. We were nice about it. You yeah. we were semi-nice about it. Okay. TJ literally says, she's too scared. <laughs> I, couldn't, I couldn't help it. Yeah. So I'm hosting. You were too scared, though. I you was were. too scared. No, I was. It's no. a valid point. But I, I, I braved it, and I watched the movie. You did. I'm proud and you went it. with TJ. I did go I didn't with TJ. come. So you, yeah. you both have seen it twice. Uh, TJ seen it twice. I've seen it twice. Seen it once. Yeah. So, so, yeah. Yeah. So Taylor insisted that we had a part two of this episode because she had a lot to talk about. To be fair, TJ insisted TJ we have so a part insisted. two. I feel like Taylor. I can still talk about it. I mean, I can always talk about more. It's been a couple but of weeks now, I but I will do my best. Thoughts. I'll do so. my best. Yeah, I think that. Um, I don't know. I I want you to, Georgia. I also want you to kind of ask me some of the things that you asked Elliot and TJ in the first episode and see if my answers are any. I mean, I different can start. Too. With that initial conversation yeah. that I brought Well, first up. we're going to start on the beers. Um, oh, that is true. this yes. is true. So, TJ, we you also, bought the beers. What I, beer I did. did you bring? So, never tried it, but it's called Golden Monkey. Where did you get it from? Did you just randomly H- pick H- something? H-E-B. H-E-B? H-E-B, guys. How quick did you run in and grab this? Uh, I was, it was kind of, it had me at hello, this beer. <laughs> I was, I was looking and Describe the label. I just, so, the what, label what tempted you in? is a four-armed monkey. With an eye in its stomach. Just oh, okay. Just the all-seeing eye. And the all-seeing eye. Mm-hmm. Okay. And it's from Victory Brewing Company. Okay. So we're about to try this. I don't okay. know what's gonna All happen. Right. Well, let's have our so first guys, sip then. Cheers. Yeah, cheers. Cheers, guys. Oh, okay. I've had this before. Hmm. Have we had this before? I thought we've had this. I don't. Okay. I don't, it tastes like a beer. I don't know. It does taste like a beer. <laughs> Astute observation. There, Thank Taylor. you. <laughs> I tried. All right, so where were you, TJ? Yes. Let's start the conversation um, off. So, in the f- when we started the conversation about Raw, I mentioned that I felt like it was two movies. Yep. There's the metaphorical side to it right. about the coming-of-age story. Um, and then there's also this actually very interesting story that has interesting kind of lore and this kind of sense of a dystopian society for me. Yeah. And we started talking about the dystopian part first right and i and like so what did you initially think as that started to unfold just from an empirical standpoint yeah it's really interesting because i think that i mean i to be fair i hadn't seen the trailer and i hadn't seen anything you were the only one that had not seen the trailer yeah and so so i didn't know anything except for sort of the i guess the like lore around Ron, like kind of the reviews what people have been talking about and that was kind of like this gross out factor movie i my i think my imagination and my expectations were so much 
worse than what the movie actually was. Mm-hmm. You're right. It portrays it like this sort of dystopian reality. It's not super gross. It's just kind of like... I, it was really easy for me to accept the reality of what was happening. Right. Okay. Did the, what parts of the movie did gross you out, if any? I couldn't watch the hair scene. The hair scene? I absolutely could not watch that. What about that. the Brazilian wax scene? That doesn't bother me. Doesn't bother the, you? The, uh, that bothered me more the than the hair scene. The hair scene was the worst. Yeah. I couldn't watch that. Yeah. And then there was... What about all the animal oh, stuff? Like the, the cows, the dead cows and dissecting that the didn't, dogs? That didn't bother me. What really bothered me was... Oh, the um, when she has that really bad rash and the Scra- doctor's oh, peeling, peeling her skin. skin. Yeah. Oh, I couldn't watch that. The other stuff I could, I could pretty uh, much watch. The worst bit for me was the pee bit. I hate people peeing on themselves. It's just like, ugh. That, that gets me more yeah, than anything else. you mentioned that after I saw yeah. it. And I was like... I hate that. There, there was nothing gross about that. It was just <laughs> like... Funny. That's what I imagine a lot. How a lad's night out normally ends is you people peeing off a roof. Right. That's it. We all just end up pissing on each other. Yeah. Well, you think all of our like Brazilian waxes. Well, I was going to say you think all of like (laughs) girls' nights out ends in like a lingerie pillow fight. Yeah. That's that's what the movies say, right? Uh, Yeah. It's got to be true. So it has to be true. Yeah. That 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 the pee scene grossed me. I don't know why it's creepy. So just the hair pulling scene grossed you out. Not hair pulling, but... The hair out the, the mouth. The hairball. The hairball. Yeah, the yeah, hairball. I could not yes. watch that. Absolutely not. So this is my question I asked them. What was that in the relation to the rest of the movie? Like yeah, the that, that didn't... What was that? I was confused by that because it didn't really seem to, like, add anything to the storyline. Story. It didn't seem to link in. Yeah, I mean, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't like. It seemed I, like she was just eating her hair in one scene, and then the next scene she was pulling it out. Because to me, it, it so, seemed like a nervous tick, and then I didn't. So I, I, I to me, the only it. thing I can think of is you could be considered gratuitous, but, but it, the lead up to that was caused by her need to want more um, meat. Right. So I think that was just showing eating you a part of herself what, in a way. What, yeah. yeah, what she would do to herself. You know, just be, to keep herself from, from having, having meat. Yeah. yeah, and I think I, I, that's the only re- the way I could rationalize it. But yeah. you could also that that scene could definitely be seen as gratuitous a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Um, most of the other scenes I don't I don't believe are gratu- gratuitous. No, um, I thought that's sure. what I was thinking. Is I just <clears throat> that like I said, it, it was really easy for me to accept the reality, and I didn't like I just was kind of like okay well this is how it is and it wasn't like you said it's not gratuitous it didn't feel like it was gross just to be gross it was mm-hmm. like all done for a reason except for that one scene mm-hmm. so the other question i asked those two was so obviously it wasn't advertised not that you saw that as a foreign film it wasn't right. mentioned any of that so how did you feel about it being in french and with subtitles did that detract or add to your experience so or? i always wonder because like whenever i watch like you know Span, like things things that are in subtitles, right? And there are certain languages where I understand a little bit of the, like the foreign language. Like Scottish in Train's Boy. <laughs> yeah. But you know, when you watch things in Spanish with subtitles, like you you catch things when it's in your own native language, like maybe inflections or just the way people say things um, that's different than how subtitles say those things. And so, you know, it's like the colloquialisms and all that kind of stuff that I think subtitles just don't really capture. Mm -hmm. And so when you, it's a lot easier to like hear those things when you're watching something in your own, in your, in a language that you speak than in something that has subtitles where you can't understand Mm -hmm. any of the 
like any of what's being said. So I think in any foreign film or any film that you're watching in a different language, I think that that's the really hard part is that you miss out on some of those yeah. colloquialisms and, and kind of slang and saying. From the movie, for you, I don't do you think? think so. I, it wasn't. I didn't. I don't feel. I didn't feel. I think the only way I could answer that is if I saw it in English and then and saw yeah, it in French, comparison. right? Or like if I understood French, French yeah. you know. And I, but I, I don't think so. Okay. I didn't feel like disconnected from the characters at all, be- yeah. just simply because they were speaking French. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't think so. But you know, did you, so what did you think of the performances? That's the one thing we kind of were blown away by the main actress. In the oh, movie, fantastic. yeah, I thought it was incredible. Yeah, her transformation in, in the movie was fascinating to watch. Yeah, and I, I liked how the it was the perfect buildup. I, I it agree. Because she's very uh, innocent, you know, naive, and and the moment she is setting that there's that one I think beautifully shot scene where she's kind of in a way she's lost it. She's fully in, like engrossed in this this um, need for. You know, the party meet, and the party right, scene, yeah. and she's standing yeah. in the back, and the music's building, and you can just sense she's just like she's gone, kind of mentally a little bit. Yeah, I thought that that was very satisfying from that aspect. Um, I felt that that like in every single performance in this, there was so much truth in in all of it. Like you just, even though what was going on is kind of far fetched, mm-hmm. I didn't feel like th- the performances were incredible, and in that it just was like so much sold the reality of the people who were in that situation, even though I feel like oftentimes it's kind of hard to make something that is far-fetched like that in a... Because, you know, it's different when you're, like, in a sci-fi role or sci-fi movie, right? Like, that is... You already know that that's kind of fantasy, and so you already have this, like, suspended disbelief. But this basically takes place in our real world. And so I think that oftentimes that's harder to portray, and I think that they did an incredible job. Yeah, the, the fascinating thing about this movie that I, I brought up in the, the first part is I felt like, and I mentioned this to you, it was a fever dream. Mm. And, and, I don't, and it was so interesting, the balance between you're trying to actually say, like, is this actually happening? Or mm-hmm. what, what is or what is yeah. not actually happening? And that, that, that kind of coming in and out of that surreal nature Definitely. was super, super cool. Um, yeah. so that's I, Nick, I think qu- that that's like, oh, sorry. So the question I had <clears throat> for you last time, and I want to propose to Taylor, mm-hmm. and you've now seen it twice. Mm-hmm. What was the scene when she was under the sheets and looked like someone was? I brought the. We kind of talked about it. Yeah, so I'm curious to see what you both think of that. Yeah, we kind of talked about it. That's the second viewing, and uh, Um, you've seen it. So my my interpretation of it, which I think this was that was the only scene in the movie that was like pretty ambiguous about what it was trying to say, and I, but I kind of took it as like almost withdrawals and like her kind of beating herself up about wanting meat and like not having like not letting herself have it and then she's going through these withdrawals of and like what it feels like to crave something so badly but Mm -hmm. know that it's not okay to have yeah yeah so that that was definitely my interpretation the same time it was a manifestation of all the things she's been going through emotionally up to that point and what was interesting I i didn't realize it but it continues the shot continues after that 
And then that's when she goes into the hallway. Yeah. And then, and then it's still, and then it goes right into something that's still, you're like, is this a dream? Still a dream or not? But apparently yeah. it wasn't. Well, what was the, and what was beating I, her on top of the sheet? So I don't, I think yeah. it's the only time, the only time in the whole movie that it's, that is clearly something surreal happening. Like, right. Clearly. Yeah. Like that, I don't think that's something actually happening. Right. Yeah. And, and that, and that leads, that kind of leads to my theory that there, there's something in her mind, this is how her coming into puberty is how she's manifesting it this way mm. in her in her head is that she's a cannibal but there's also like some there's actual things that might actually yeah. be happening too i okay. i yeah. which is yeah that I was think kind of my second your, interpretation your like fever dream uh comment is like what really stuck with me because it it really does feel like how someone might imagine themselves mm-hmm. like how that would manifest them that in like a I guess fantasy or like fever dream type of way right, right. like this like sexual awakening like mm-hmm. this is how she's sort of just imagining what's going on right and I thought that that was just like yeah that totally yeah. made yeah. sense to yeah. me it was also I, I remember we were talking about this after the second viewing is it definitely has a Kubrick like feel to yeah. it yeah it def it seems like it channels a clockwork orange a lot because mm-hmm. the Clockwork Orange has these really weird scenes, like yeah. him and his friends are at the bar and being like complete degenerates. Yeah, and it's all and you're just like, well, is this ha- is this happening? Yeah, and, and the whole time that's what I felt like when I was watching this movie. Yeah, and I definitely thought about a Clockwork Orange multiple times. Yeah, and, um, which I, was interesting. I think it's really <clears throat> interesting because this whole that th- I think that whole thing is so accurate, this, like, sort of weird, like, questioning, okay, what's really happening, what's kind of going on in her head, Mm -hmm. all makes sense up until the very end, when her dad Mm -hmm. tells her that it's something that her mom, that her mom's a cannibal, her sister's a cannibal, and then she is too, right? And it's like, you'll find a solution for it eventually, which that to me is like, okay, you'll figure out how to cope with like, I mean, I can still see it, right? That it's like, Her you'll figure imagine. out how to cope with what you're going through right. eventually. Right. Your mom did. She found me, someone who would deal, who could deal with it, right? Your sister didn't. Right. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying is, I, so I kind of get it, but it also, that last scene rationalizes the movie more than anything else in mm. the entire film, right? Like, that's your, I think, our one big clue that in... That in a lot of ways this this is really happening, and mm-hmm. it's like a real, you know, thing within the right. within the world of the movie. Mm-hmm. This is just something that people actually yeah. deal with. Right, right, and 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 at the se- the second viewing, this is the one scene I know me and me and George talked about a lot. Is that opening scene? When mm. is that happening? And I still don't fully know. And I still have my theory. Is it's not even it's not the main character it's mm-hmm. not the sister yeah it's just someone else some other cannibal using the same technique right. on the same road though right. like very similar roads right so gone to that school, oh right? really see I thought it was her sister I mm. I, I don't we don't know yeah I just it that's... seems it seems like it seems that being a cannibal and kind of that transformation is a common thing in this world yeah. Because I mean I don't know, but it, the, the, especially the dog part is interesting. How they bring up right? Um, we had to put the dog down because once they taste flesh, right? That was I wrote down that quote because um, it was like it's like we have yeah. to it because we 
if a dog, once a dog tastes flesh, it needs to be put down because it might like it and then bite again. Right. Do you think Which the dad was, knew right. that the dog didn't really eat the finger? It was really her at that point? I don't know. It's interesting because they, I think, you know, they're such, obviously they're such like intense vegetarians and that's why the mom says like did you bite into whatever that piece of meat Meat was in the beginning because she's worried that she knows that once they have a taste of meat they won't be able to stop right and so i i don't know I, that's a good question. I don't. Yeah, know. I want to say maybe well, they had suspicions, but denial about it, and I think that was. And so there's one correct correction I want to make from part one, which that was after seeing it the second time, I confirmed it. The headless stuff that was just in the the class photos, they had poked their faces out. Oh, so they that's actually yeah, they weren't actually. Yeah, the that was a misinterpretation okay. on my part. Yeah, I, I wasn't sure I about was that. Misinformed, but yeah. that that's a correction I want to make for sure. Is I confirmed as yeah. they were walking. I was yeah. like, I'm going to make sure yeah, I catch yeah, this time okay. what she says. And it's, all it was is they for uh, they lost, they just poked their It sounded out. like they didn't have a choice to enroll either. So like, first night, mm-hmm. let's go trash up their rooms and drag them out here. And then they choose after? That was a little weird. The, the initiation, so I, I this is another thing I've, I've asked George, <clears throat> is me and Ella had never been in a fraternity before. Right. And and I was wondering how you, like, you felt about that, that yeah, stuff. Yeah, so... It, you know, we talked about it briefly. Yeah, but. we talked about this a little bit briefly. And, like, so in a sorority, you, at least in my sorority, you don't quite experience that level of, like... The hazing like, was right. over the top. And, like, forced, sure. like, yeah. I guess, like... <clears throat> Yeah, you don't, not that you don't experience, or I never experienced hazing mm-hmm. like that, right. but you do sort of experience this, like at a certain level, like this is what people in sororities do. Yeah. And bid night is like a really big deal. So that's like the night you get your bid from your sorority. Like that first night. Their first, yeah, mm-hmm. our first night. Yeah. So that's like, mm-hmm. that's like a really big deal is to go out. And so there's kind of people in two minds, right? Like some people go and they, there's like a Christian fraternity who does like a coffee night and like a coffee tab. Mm-hmm. And then there's, <laughs> yeah. And, and then for the people who don't want to go out, yeah. but then everyone else goes out to the, all the fraternities. Say, this is the party. life we're giving you now. This is right. your, this and is it's, awesome. It's an, Let's show you the awesome stuff. It's an introduction like into, which that to me felt so real. Not the mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. we're going to pull you out of your beds and whatever, but yeah. it is like yeah. you do your, like your, your cool like, sister, yeah. your older sister, who's, who's like taking care of you for the night. They like give you your, Tank, everyone wears the same tank. You, like, have all the same, at, like, clothes and stuff that you wear out. You are in your letters. You are basically just paraded around in these fraternities as, like, these are our babies. These are our new, right. um, like, members. Mm-hmm. And it is a very, that part was very realistic to me. The party lifestyle sort of, like, this Show is the what, new post people at right, the time. Exactly. It's like yeah. this is what you do Guess when you're indoctrinated. Yeah, right, it's like this start. is what you yeah. do when you're a part of this society. Mm-hmm. And there it was never like I never if I I never felt like I I like I always felt like I had the option to leave if I wanted to or not join in mm-hmm. into, you know, cool. that night or whatever. But you know, you're when you're a new member, you are like 
not forced, but highly encouraged to go to mixers with fraternities and show up to these certain events to like prove, not prove, but to be a part of that. It was anything you could do. Right. Like there's another option. There's right. this, or you're going to shoot me lame and not be in this? Because yeah. that's, like, that's what everyone does. This is the yeah. thing. If you're not, it seems like you're going to be outcasted from everything. Right. And that's not quite the same. No, no, no. Of course not. But yeah. Okay. In, in so how does that relate back? Yeah, I'm, just, I'm curious why they went for this angle in the movie with the whole fraternity, sorority, well, Greek life I think, kind of thing. And so here's hazing. the thing. I wonder what that was. I, I definitely think that that was, at least for me, like a huge way that I gained my independence in college. Mm-hmm. And when I joined a sorority and I was just sort of, I wouldn't have been introduced to that sort of like the partying and the drinking and just kind of what, like what college life could be like, you know, like going out at 9 PM on a Tuesday, you know, I wouldn't, I would never have done that on my own. But when I was a part of a society that did do those things and that I was not forced but encouraged to do those things that like really helped me gain independence and just kind of figure out what I wanted to do with my time right totally and I think that that is a big part of this movie is Mm -hmm. her figuring out who she is and you know in this situation so I think that that's that is a huge deal in most, oh, at least in my college life. Like that was, yeah. it was a really big deal in me growing up and learning. I mean, my freshman year, when you're sort of, especially your first semester, when you're just sort of figuring everything out and you're in a new place and you have to meet all these new people. And, you know, I kept my friends from high school, but I also made a lot of new friends and did a lot of things that I never and would have done like she in was very school. sheltered as a young girl too. Right. Parents. But like, that's what I'm saying is yeah, I yes. kind of, I kind of mm-hmm. relate to that because I wasn't sheltered. I just like didn't really do anything reckless or rebellious when I was in high school. And I, you know, not that I rebelled in college. I didn't, but yeah. I, you know, I did... We did a hot English guy in the end. So, uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, but I, d- I did who's, like. Who's that, yeah, I don't know who that guy is. <laughs> uh, Should have kept him around. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Sad. Uh. But you know, I mean, it was. I definitely like that. That part of the movie resonated with me. I was mm-hmm. like, I get that. Right. I get coming into like when I came into college, I was like, I'm not going to drink until I'm 21, and that went out the window so fast. Mm-hmm. Right, and it's the same thing. She's like, "Well, I'm not going to eat meat just because someone says I should," and then that goes out the window really fast, right? You know, and it's so it's just those types of things where you just I think you you learn what is. I I definitely I know we don't when I'm doing the next topic, but I I I did find I'm it's very important to go through something that like you were saying that you gain autonomy you understand your what you can or cannot do and what you need to improve on as a person and like how you interact with other people right and i thought it was interesting that this society forced made it compulsory to do this yeah it was like they understood like the parents knew like they can you know even that the sister mentions right they even went through it and she's like really and, yeah. and, and the daughter, and, and they never said anything because they knew how important it was for her to figure it out on her own. On her own, yeah. And 
it, and I thought that was very interesting to explore. Yeah, that. absolutely. But you said it really well. So but, the change yeah. gears while Taylor can drink more of her beer because she's like know, a little I'm bit behind. So I actually want to talk what about it, okay, the thing we didn't. One thing we didn't talk about was I don't think we talked about it on the first one very much was the bond between her and her sister. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was. Fa- I mean, we talked about it like in different segments. But one of the one of the so one of the most fascinating things for me, I'm a huge nerd about like love in general. Mm-hmm. Like it doesn't have to be romantic love, yeah, yeah, but love just that. And the, in this movie, the way they explored it with sisterly love mm-hmm. was very interesting. And this is like goes back to the whole fever dream thing, is how she I feel she was manifesting her arguments and her evolution as in her relationship with her sister right. was, for example, the biggest one, of course, was with, um, what was the, her love interest? What was his name? Do we oh, remember? it starts with an F. Stefan. I can't remember his yeah. name. But, Maybe it doesn't but start with an F. I don't know. When he, when he is killed by her right. sister, I, I felt like that, and I bring it up in the part one when, I felt like that was in in her non fever dream world that her sister somehow took her took him away from her yeah because clearly she was also interested in him right and she in her way she manifested itself by she murdered him right she's he is gone forever He's gone yeah I will never see him again it's and and that that also that's just me being like well, tinfoil hat you know well but, I think you're right um, in the sense that yeah. like it this movie makes a lot of sense in like how uh quickly things sort of get like dramatized in a way like where where things become little things become the biggest deal in the whole world you know and it's like when the professor is asking him if someone as asking her if she cheated or if someone else cheated she gets really nervous and she just goes he did it like right was a douche right but you know what i mean like just those things when you're in that little bubble of school and that little world for sure those things become the biggest Mm -hmm. deal like who you're dating and who your crush is is yeah. is the hugest deal and i i think that that is so accurate in mm-hmm. like what you're saying yeah. between her and her sister and i don't have like older siblings at all so i don't I have really an older sister. Um, like but i of course get that but yeah that was it was just interesting to see how no matter what awful things they ever did to each other they still loved each other which was just interesting to see and and it yeah. and like you, like what George brought up the single tear scene. Yeah, it was actually her realizing that she was becoming her, and that right. that she didn't actually want that. And then she realized, well, let me at least help her on her journey. Right, I, I probably had no one to figure this out. Right, I'm gonna try to help her figure it out. Yeah, and then there's that the of course the the highway, yeah. the, the road scene. Yeah, but that that was that was super interesting. Uh, I just wanted to bring that up. But yeah. George, what were you? About to, I was gonna say, say? Uh, you've kind of covered it, but I was okay. gonna kind of say. Okay. What are the kind of things you notice on your second viewing? And did it hold up on a second viewing? Were you it, oh, as interested or I, was it... I mentioned in part one, see this movie twice. I, yeah. I still stand by that. Stand by that? You get, you okay. get something from the second I, viewing. Yeah. I did. So. I, yeah, and I, I kind of want to talk about... Because you guys talked, I guess, a lot about how this movie is like a big metaphor for... Coming of age. Coming of age and like your sexual oh, awakening. So, you, so there's one... Okay, go ahead. And I know so, you mentioned one thing. This when, is what I'm going to yeah. talk about because okay. I... I saw that for sure, but the biggest metaphor that popped out to me was women being treated like animals mm-hmm. throughout the entire movie. Okay. They they kind of started off with um, the whole, like, well, if a monkey was raped, is that equivalent to a woman being raped? And the main character is like, yes, 
they feel, they understand, they uh, they recognize, they under, they recognize themselves. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. I forgot about that quote. They yeah. absolutely it that is was a the very same. Conversation. Yeah. The second viewing, I I, I yeah. right. I, 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 says, I, listened, I listened to that yeah. conversation more. Yep. I'm glad. And I'm she glad you that says yeah. yes, it is the same, and it's this. And then like in the in the end when um, like it's sort of close to the end where they're where the sisters are fighting they're held back from each other by their necks and it looks like they're being leashed and it's like i mean this whole it's crazy this symbolism throughout the entire thing of women being treated like animals and filmed and you know put on display mm-hmm. and it's kind of like this i'm not i i don't really know what the movie's trying to say, say about, about it. it yeah. Except that they're like, I just kept noticing all these comparisons mm. to women. Like when when um, Justine is on the ground and she's really drunk and like her sister is saying like, bite, Justine, bite. She's on all fours looking up at this like, you know, dead guy's hand, right? And it's just, it's weird. It's like, I wasn't sure if, you know, maybe... Because if you look at their cannibalism as maybe a metaphor for their sexuality mm-hmm. and and Justine coming to terms with her sexuality, then it almost feels like the director is or writer is saying that women are often punished for their sexuality. Mm-hmm. And they're often treated like animals and treated differently than men for their sexuality, right? Because the men can kind of do whatever they want. They... And and what was so fat, and that's actually kind of leads into her roommate was a man, and he was, but he was also gay, but he right. still was able. They never really showed him going through that. I mean, which is it's understandable. He's not the main character, right? But that is, a, I I never thought of that in that light. For and sure. so yeah. I, I that was yeah. I just I couldn't quite figure out maybe what they were trying to say. I just like because he was definitely sexually free, in the movie. right? Exactly, right? and they they he wasn't that very early. Definitely. And most of the most of the men that you saw in the um in the movie didn't have this like inhibited mm-hmm. sense of mm-hmm. trying of self, to, of self. right trouble. exactly yeah. mm-hmm. and then yet when she tries to kind of do things there's her robots, way and figure constant. herself out mm-hmm. like w- there's always something in her way and you know even when she's trying to like explore her sexuality with her roommate there's always blockers and, you know, he keeps telling her no. And I mean, obviously because she's trying to bite him and like, but there are all these blockers that keep getting put up. And same thing with the sister, because the sister doesn't seem super popular either. And Mm -hmm. in some ways kind of uses Justine as like, okay, look at my little sister. She's even weirder than I am, Yeah, you know? And it's like, it just sort of seemed like this big thing where, I just kept seeing that imagery of both of them being treated like animals and women in the movie being compared to animals in some way. Yeah. Even with the with the dog quote where he's like, mm-hmm. once they take once a dog tastes flesh, we have to put it down because they might like it and try it again. Yeah. And it's like, if you really think that this cannibalism is a symbolism for a sexual awakening, mm-hmm. think about that. It's like when a woman figures out her sexuality, she has to be put down in case she likes it. Right, and it's yeah. not. I mean, not obviously. Death is not. That's way too extreme. Yeah. But in the way, I think that's a that's a pretty relevant topic in today's mm-hmm. society yeah. about no. what is what is okay for a feminist woman 
to be empowered but also sexual. Yeah. That's like a really hot and kind of hotly debated but, topic but right now. the poetry is... I think what makes this movie so poetic is always goes back to the last quote. But she'll figure it out. Right. Exactly. Out, right? And I, 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 that's what every time I think I go down. Like that's that that's awesome. That's that's why I want you to. We want to have a part two. Yeah. I knew you saw something that we didn't. Yeah. And that that was clearly something we didn't catch. I I, mean, I don't but, think you. I don't think you would. Uh, to be honest, I don't think most guys right. would catch. Right. Well, other female friend that saw it said she spotted that too. Immediate review. Yeah. Like, what do you think about this? And yeah. like, I didn't even think about that. I didn't even notice it. Right. So yeah. Emily. Yeah. Oh, I Love, didn't realize she said yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah, our friend said that I mean, too. Yeah. I still, I still think that's what makes this movie so infinitely fascinating. But yeah, the quote—it's like there's so many streams of like threads, and, but it yeah. all comes back. It's like, but she'll figure it out, yeah. which is super fascinating. That, yeah, from it's a like you—that yeah. ending line where it's like, hopefully you find a solution. Yeah, yeah. You will find a solution. Yeah, she'll find a solution. It, it's just I don't know that that was what's was so fascinating by that. Yeah. But yeah, uh, I do what some negatives. Yeah, you, well, your name. Well, because we brought because I so I I've been talking to further people about this. Right. I've just been surrounded by a lot of people that like the movie, and I've talked to people that thought it was the one of the worst movies I've ever seen. Really, they I couldn't. They couldn't even get through it. So I I okay. I do want to bring this up because I told George this the other day, and I think that it's so. I you know, TJ, I talked to you about this a mm-hmm. lot. Where that I am very emotionally affected by the movies that I watch and that it's really hard for me to separate my reality from the movie's reality if something emotionally affects me because I just, I get so involved in the story. Right. Right. But I was telling George that I think doing this podcast has helped me a lot in separating myself from the movie because whenever I, so when we went to see Raw, I was watching the movie the whole time thinking about it analytically. And mm-hmm. so in some ways, I think that that has made things, like, maybe made my viewing, ex- my movie-going experience different because I'm not just, like... You're thinking about it from an analytical standpoint. Right, I'm thinking about the movie and I'm thinking about what I might say about and, the movie yeah. and kind of, what does this mean? What is this making me feel? Why is it making me feel the way I'm feeling? Instead of just watching the movie having, and feeling and having do you think this haunts do you think this is haunted your movie experience or well, lessens it so for a movie like raw i think it enhances it right but, but for a are, disney movie we're about to watch there are, might, there are a lot of movies i think that it it really is like beauty and the beast well, i i think that i would to me not thinking about the movie so much and maybe what i would because no matter what movie we go see now, I kind of think, well, what would I say about this on the podcast? No, I mean, it's good, I think, to have an understanding of your emotions and how you react. And it's, you're getting more control of your emotions. Right. And you know when to turn it off and on. Right. Which is a good thing. And so I think, I, I think, think that, I yeah, think, right. I think in that way it's, it's kind of helping me because I think if I had just, without this, right, mm-hmm. without this podcast, mm-hmm. if George and I had just gone to see the movie, I think it would have affected me on a much more emotional mm-hmm. right. level, and I think yeah. I wouldn't have liked it as much. So maybe when he's telltale we're not going to podcast this movie, and then after <laughs> we see it, we tell her, oh no, we're, we're going to do it, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> and I, but, but I think with movies, or like even with horror <laughs> movies, right? Like I think... If you can watch some horror movies, I love that. But that's what I'm saying, is I think that that is, if I can sort of look at the movie analytically, while as a movie, right, while I'm watching it, in movies like Raw, or a horror movie, where I might be sort of more... Yeah affected by the storyline, mm-hmm. I think that's really helpful because I can 
like I said, it's one step of distance, right? I have this step between myself and the actual right. reality of the movie. No, so it's it's interesting. Uh, I, I don't want to go too off on a tangent here, but the, like, for example, last year, I'm not a huge horror fan either, but The Witch, I still, which is one of my favorite movies of last year, mm. I, I think it was highly underrated. No one really saw it, mm. but... If you see it from what it is, it people wouldn't be like, I don't know what I just watched. But if you go, if you go, if you go in yeah. thinking, what is this movie trying to say? Right, it's one of the most fascinating horror movies right. I've seen in a long time. And and what we're talking about is, I think yeah. Raw is bringing more of these. Um, like cerebral, deep like thinking. deep thinking. Right, what and is I, it trying to tell? I don't think every thing, movie's you know? like that, no, and I don't totally. think every movie benefits from people but, thinking about it in that way. No, for sure. But for a sure, movie but. like this that I think could have been deeply disturbing to me had I not been thinking about it. In what is this movie trying to say? Right. Mm-hmm. I think that that would have made me have a lot more neg. Like you were asking yeah. Yeah. negatives about this movie, that would have made me have a and, lot more negatives about I try, it. I try not to do it because I know I know there. I mean, after you don't want you want to give it a chance, right? I feel bad when a director. This is a, a directorial debut, right? For the right, director, yeah. And I'm sure she, I'm sure she knows it's going to be misinterpreted or whatever, right? But it, it is. I'm sure she does like that people are trying to understand what she's trying to say in this movie. Yeah, and that's important. I, I that's agree. A good, that's a good thing. Yeah, you know, for art in general. And being, shout out you know, to the director. Yeah. 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 Yes. Yeah. Amazing. If, if you're listening, incredible. So absolutely. But, and but yeah. and I, I to be honest. I really my my only negative about this movie is that that hair scene mm-hmm. because it it to me it felt gratuitous mm-hmm. and just, yeah, and totally that is it. my only that's like yeah. my one negative because everyone I talked about it that hair scene stands out I was like oh that hair scene though like it stands out it's a talking point it's no part I, of selling. I yeah. get it but to me yeah. that to me that was my only like. That was it was a gross out factor that I didn't need to enjoy the storyline. Now, that's not obviously that's not you know I, like com- I completely understand everyone. I, yeah. But I think for me that's like my that was my one big mm-hmm. my one mm-hmm. negative. It's not even a big negative. I no. really liked I everything else about this movie I enjoyed and I had okay. yeah. I and it wasn't it just it it does enjoyed yeah. is the wrong word, but I I wasn't like I felt happy watching this movie, right. but I did I I I guess I enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah I had a no, good time. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Yeah. No, I mean visually, it was amazing. Some great scenes. You know, it just I, I, it does. The acting does, is fantastic. I, hate, I do hate when people are like they. I, I know. I know. There's different type of movie watchers, and we're, we're different. We're the. Um, like the analytical yeah. end, I'm yeah. for sure. Yeah. But I, it just sucks when most moviegoers, I, like the people I've been talking to, there was like that was an abomination. I never. I don't want to, that movie. I couldn't make because it, it was I, sold as just a, a gross out movie, and, and, and that's and what, it what it is. And, Mar- and, and, and that's what people went for. I want to be grossed out and freaked out here, but which is unfortunate. But yeah. that that yeah. makes me sad just but, from butts uh, and seats. They they paid money, and that's yeah. what, that's what funds these so, movies. Yeah. You know, like DC just, Universe. Bad movies do very well, but do very well in the box office, make right. a ton of money. That's true. People complain about them, but they make money, and that's yeah. what that's no, all I mean, about. That's all, that's all they care about. Yeah. But it's it's yeah. like what we were ta- what we've been talking about, George, is that there. I think, and maybe it's just like we've been watching more, but there have been recently a lot more of these like original movies and screenplays. Mm-hmm. Get Out, Split, right? Exactly. Colossal. There's been so many interesting, unique premises. Exactly, and I appreciate. I mean, even Logan was different. Exactly, and, and I I appreciate that, and I'm I am ha- I'm always happy to see that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even if it's not something that I find As we're coming to the easy to watch, right? Like it's, it's an, Fast it's, and Furious Eight coming out this Friday. I you mean, know. 
It's nice the way yeah. seeing these original things. But I think there's a pl- there's a place for that, Definitely. sure. But I'm glad that people are seeing and talking about movies that are different. And I think that that's important. Even La La Land and Moonlight this year, seeing movies like that doing so well. I feel like exactly. it's almost a natural evolution of how humans see movies, though, because there's always going to be a true. couple of years Definitely. where there's one genre yeah. people are losing their minds over so the superhero genre. Like, we want something new. Has a and sequel so. or a copy of a franchise ever won Best Picture at the Academy Awards? Uh, Has it all Godfather been original movies? Yeah. Godfather 2? Okay, I don't know. Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm just curious because yeah. maybe you know we're thinking too much into this. The original films are always the ones that no, win the I, Oscars, but okay. no, no, no. There's definitely there's definitely yeah. a sequel. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love a good sequel, but uh, <laughs> d- I'm not saying. But it is. Yeah. I definitely think a lot of this, this I mean, renaissance, this like indie renaissance, is happening because of the superhero fatigue. Yeah, yeah. I that, agree. That is I agree. The origin with that. of all this. I agree. And you so, name Transporter Two as your best movie of that's still, the year so far. Still, still is that still favorite. standing after all? It's still standing. Taylor, what's yours? Where does Raw rank up to everything you've seen in 2017? Honestly, I mean, so I. Like I said, it's really hard for me because I love movies like this that make me think. But sort of the way that I rank my movies is things that I want to watch over and over again. Mm -hmm. Raw is not one of those. But I mean, I I would even say T2 is not. I mean, it is in a way. Right. But but Get Out to me is still my number one for this year. I think Get Out is unanimous for most people. Because I just, I like, that is a movie that I, I could see being on my top movies of all time. Yeah. I, but I, I would agree. And I, that I, I movie really that I could like... I really hope best nomination yeah. come around the year or best original screenplay. I really hope so, it comes But yeah. yeah so, you would, you would, so you would recommend... Yeah, yes. you guys have already recommended it. You've already recommended it. Um, and I don't know that I would recommend this to everyone. I actually... Yeah. yeah I but I... that preface. Yeah, too. I was yeah. going to say, I, I definitely think that there are certain people that I would say, yes, you need... Mm-hmm. You specifically need to see yeah. this movie. And yeah. But as like a casual... If someone on the street was like, hey, what movie should I go <laughs> see this week? I would not say this movie. Uh, yeah, totally. Definitely. For sure. You but would I, say... Go see Power, Power Rangers. Rangers. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Power Rangers. Yes. Yes. That, is, that is absolutely yeah, what no, I would say. I, yeah. I totally agree. I totally yeah. agree with that. It's yeah. it not for the common movie viewer. But no, if you're no. if you're like us and love talking about movies, this is the one for you, for sure. I would yeah. definitely say or that. Or even just love thinking about movies. You don't have to say anything out loud if you love not to sure. think about a movie. Well, I, that's true. If you, love to, <laughs> if you love to just get lost in your own thoughts. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. But yeah. Definitely. Well, okay. So, Taylor, you've still got a step left on that sorry. beer. So, before we review the beer, we've got to finish it whole. Yeah. Right, so okay. I, th- I did I th- Beer. I think I've had this beer before. I have not. I really liked it. I it was thought it was, I thought it was nice. I yeah. liked it. It went down really easy. I, mean, I was trying was, to drink it was, slow. It's like, it's like a little bit lower than Heineken. Like just, just a teensy. Okay, good. Because Heineken is amazing. That's what I'm saying. No, no. I'm so, saying, yeah, but it's, I'm dr- it's, it's, it's easy to drink. Yeah, I think, definitely. You know? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. and again, it was... I think... It's nice. And the label is fantastic. Yeah, the, yeah. the label is incredible. So good choice, TJ. Yeah. Taylor, what do you think? I was going to say, the first few sips for me were pretty difficult. The middle bit was <laughs> went down a lot easier yeah, than the, the final ending. We did do a lot of talk in this episode because we were quizzing you about the movie. This is true. So I did, I did, through. yeah. The ending was, it was hard to finish. No, I'm, but I'm, but I'm glad, I'm glad we had a if someone, yeah. If someone offered this... If this to, was if, flowing around a party, right, would I would drink no. it. Exactly. No, exactly. It's very drinkable. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I'm glad to hear Heineken that. Heineken is still my favorite that we've had. Oh, no. I don't know. Save the world. No, Angus Save the Day. world. Heineken. Yeah. On, we're going to have to do a list. I know. We're going to have to. We will, no. we will eventually release no, it. Before we close true. up, Ranked what movies are you excited about coming up? Colossal. Colossal. Yes, we're seeing that tomorrow night. We're seeing that tomorrow. We'll definitely podcast about Colossal because I'm Free Fire. To. Free Fire. I'm, I'm going to, your name. 
Yes. Go and see okay, it. Yes. Okay. Go see it. If anyone is listening, let's go see it. <laughs> I'm, I'm very excited for Baywatch. Can't wait yeah. to see Baywatch. I just want a cheesy summer flick, and I think Baywatch oh, is going to be Baywatch perfect. is going to be Couple the, of new, the 21 Jump Street. Oh, uh, I hope so. It, it's, I hope it's so. Going, I it, just, it has that feeling. So I'm excited so no, Baywatch, about Baywatch. It's going to be great. And I, there's this I movie that, that I don't think I've heard about yet, but I'm really excited about it. If uh, you say Alien Covenant. No, no. I'm oh. almost right. Yeah. Baby Driver looks pretty good, doesn't it? It's oh, amazing. Yes, yes, yes. I've seen that trailer like 50 times. I could not be more excited. <laughs> I know. We yes. all know you're excited well, for I mean, Baby Driver. Saying, did you guys see the new Thor Ragnarok? We, did. we watched we it. Just watched we it. just watched okay. it. So, so it was, so let me say, <laughs> so it was a mixture between, the trailer was a mixture of two Marvel movies. I feel well, like Marvel it was Guardians. Movies. Like it was yeah, Guardians. Like, make, let's make this Guardians. Yes. What was, what the, was other, the other one? What was the it other? felt like? It felt like? Hmm. It's only because scene, of the starting The thing. starting comment he made when he was hanging down from the chain like, what oh, other, I wonder how you, I got here. What other, like, comic book movie <laughs> does George talk about all the time? Oh my God. Breaks the fourth wall? Wow. Deadpool. Oh, it was very Deadpool esque at the start. Mm. Talking to the camera. Oh, I wonder. You know, I bet you guys wonder how I got here. And then he goes to the Guardians I mean, of the Galaxy old like, school I song. Like, and I feel. I mean, okay, I can see that. Yeah. I, see, I feel like that was just normal. And he was just trying to be like too comedically silly. They are definitely riding the Guardian train. So this so is hard. so this is the fun thing. So Marvel can't. So DC can't even make. Batman vs Superman or Suicide Squad be a big uh, hit in terms of reviews and be good movie. Yeah. Yeah. Marvel can come out with Guardians of Galaxy about talking tree and a raccoon be an amazing hit. Marvel can do no wrong. So I, I, I no. Hopefully it'll be don't good. Don't get me wrong. The last I am scene. I agree. Kills. He's a friend from work. I mean, <laughs> come yeah. on, people. But was it was it the Hulk? Yeah. Or was it another Hulk no, character Hulk. creature? I mean, like. Pretty much because they didn't say. So, they so, so they let me, let put me, a close no, 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 up no, no, on no. his face. Nerd, I gotta go. I gotta nerd out a little bit. So what they're doing? We do trailer reaction podcasts. They're, <laughs> they're, right? they're, adap- yeah. they're adapting Planet Hulk, which is an, a, a comic series where yeah. Hulk gets stranded on a planet where he just becomes a gladiatorial like and okay. he takes over a planet. Oh. And, so, and so that's that. It's an okay. it's an adaptation of that. Um, all I have so, to say that is Hulk. That's one percent. Okay. All I have yeah. to say is Jeff Goldblum. Oh my god! I can't oh play. no! So you, excited! You, no, Jeff Goldblum. Uh, I'm I'm in. Like, yeah, why same. Not? Let's do it. Exactly. When does Thor yeah. Ragnarok come out? I think it's August, right? Is it August? Okay. Well, uh, yeah. August, really? Yeah. We've got is. May, Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, Guardians no, of the Galaxy I'm, Volume I'm, 2. I'm actually pretty excited about Thor Ragnarok. Uh, yeah. Disney right. is currently yeah. casting Star-Lord lookalikes, so anyone out there who thinks they look yes. like So I went to Disneyland Star-Lord. this weekend, and we got back <laughs> and tells her, like, I want to be a Disney princess. We looked at the casting website to see if she short. can fit the I'm too short to be the <laughs> She cannot, for the record. So I, I can be... Oh I can be God. young Anna or Elsa, but I cannot be a f- an official Disney princess. I'm too yeah. short. So, but there was they were casting oh, Star Lords. So. I could be Mickey or Minnie. I mean, be Minnie. costume Minnie. character. Minnie's pretty solid though. I could yeah. be a costume character, but yeah. I could also be young Anna or Elsa. There you go. I'm I'm Let's tall enough to be, or I guess I mean, I'm I'm short Elsa, enough so to be. Elsa is pretty is pretty popular. So young Disney, Anna if you're listening, we have a young Anna or Elsa ready to be cast here. Yeah. We could also give good movie reviews, too. So. This is true. It's on the well, That was right. the longest tangent you've ever gone on in this podcast. <laughs> yeah, so we need, to, we need yeah. to close out here. We went all over <laughs> the place. An hour long. So this we have talked... So the fact that Raw was this good that we talked this long about Raw, two podcasts... We have talked about Raw for over two hours. Yeah. So, two hours. Yeah. wonderful movie. And we'll see what movie we watch next. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah, guys. I'm well, excited. 
So you close it out, Taylor. Sorry, you're the host. You close it out here. You always say this, but I don't have anything to say after you've been like, well, that was a great movie. <laughs> yeah. We've right. we've closed it out, and, uh, you know, we would recommend it. So close it out, Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, we'll see you all next week. For we'll sure. see you next week.